All right. Chewy's podcast number 12, the mellow version, mostly because um, in house today with me is just Brad Bergie. And basically we're here because Hy-Vee did 66 cent beers. Unbelievable. Pints of beer for 66 cents from two o'clock until eight. Now we started late, but the, uh, the stories behind uh, everything that was going on there are somewhat insane. Um, I don't know how many people listen to this or how many people have Hy-Vee's near them, but it was an anniversary and they decided to try it. They were so happy with it that um, they're hopefully they're going to do it again, but it was anything they had on tap. Yeah. I never asked you what was the purpose. You just said 66 cent beers and I couldn't get in the car fast enough. <laughs> well, it started last night. Uh, Becca, one of the, one of our Tuesday night riders um, had the ad on her phone and we're like, this is a joke. There's no fucking way. Somebody's no fucking doing. way. Yeah. And um, she texts me uh, about 6 o'clock this afternoon, 5.30, 6 o'clock, and her and Aaron were already there. And she goes, yes, and there's a seat right next to me for you. And the best part was I had to play hockey tonight. So I'm like, oh, I really should go, but I really shouldn't because it will be way too many beers and try to stand up. And at just at that moment, uh, our other buddy texted us and said, um, you, are you in town? I go, yeah. I go, what time do we play tonight? He goes, we don't, the compressors aren't working. The ice is going down. And where do you want to go have a beer at? And I'm like, well, well, hi V has 66 cent pints. He goes, see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. Cause I was like, I had texted you <clears throat> and you were like, well, we're going to hi V. And I'm like, okay, why on earth are you going to the grocery store? And you're like, 66 cent taps. And I'm like, say less. Yeah, like, it was, plans it was, canceled on the way. It was, uh, so, <laughs> it, it turned out to be the best thing that's happened to me in the last week. Um, we got there, and Becca and Aaron had texted me and said they were already there. And I told Mueller to meet me there, and I rode my bicycle down there. And I got down there, and there's one seat open between those guys, and they don't know each other. So it was like the people I went there to meet were actually sitting together. <laughs> I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm so happy right now. Wow. And then they gave me a 60 cent, 66 cent beer and it was, who the hell makes Avalanche? I didn't even look to see who made it, but it was really good. I was, was going to ask you. Oh, I don't know. It's a fantastic lager though. Was it an amber or a lager? No, it was a lager. Okay. And it was really good and it was 66 I'm, cents for. I mean, it was wet and it was cold um, and it was 66 yeah. cents. Let's see. Stats for. I couldn't think I wrote this down. Stats were something like we drank 23 beers. I was going to ask you, what did we total? 23 pints for 16 bucks. I don't remember if that included the tip or not. No, I think no, it was. No, that was. Yeah. That was pre tip. Yeah. Yeah. So 66 bucks or Just $16 for 23 beers. So I remember, fuck, years ago, we went to St. Cloud College, College Bar. I forget what it was called, but they did. Like, I want to say it was like 50 cent tappers, but they gave you like the little Dixie cup. But this was not that. This was the no, no. full. This is a pint. 16 ounce yeah. glass pint. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Like, it, and, and anything they had on tap, they had Sam Adams. They had Surly Furious. They didn't they have had, a lot of options, but they didn't have shit. Well, either. the only thing I didn't see was, and I know they have a decent selection of canned beer too. And I didn't see if the. Why wouldn't it be? It's a twelve or sixteen dollars. I don't know why it wouldn't have been in that on that deal. Well, Ugh. she said tap only. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Okay, 
so yeah, that uh, that was a thing. I was shocked. I thought it was a joke. Oh, I, we all we weren't we weren't last night. We were not sure that it was actually real either. We were like, <laughs> well, maybe this is a thing, but probably not. And I think we all kind of poo hooed it. But <laughs> Becca's so Becca's actually a teacher in, at a uh, middle school or high school. I'm not sure which. Um, high school. Yeah, she yeah she's a high school, and she's like. Her play was it's Emmy it's MEA weekend. Oh, you want to open the door for the dog? <laughs> it's this M- my favorite corgi. Yeah, I think so. You can have a lap dog. Of course it is. Here yep, he is. There he is. Clark is here. Hey buddy. Clarky. Hey buddy. Um uh, we uh um I just stiff arm Clarky. That's right. Uh they it was a uh um crap I forgot to Oh yeah, uh Clark, you totally screwed me up Clarky. right now. You're fucking uh, up the pot. Yeah, don't screw this up, man. Um, Do you get a bath? You smell good. No, he's been rolling in like weird shit out in the field. Dude, he smells good. Are you sure he didn't get a bath? No. Um, what do you know? Fucking, you're gone all the time. I took Sue's him for. Here I took him fort. for. No, I took him for a walk today. I walked the dogs today. Yeah, I can hear your liver sizzling since you retired. <laughs> well, since I can't remember what I was talking about, let's just move on to my last weekend. Um, we left last Wednesday, and this is. This is a week ago today we left. And <clears throat> we flew to Texas to Austin. Um, our flight was delayed immediately. I had like the worst worst flights ever. I spent more time in the last week in airports than anywhere else. I honestly gotta think. Um we we got delayed because of weather going into Chicago before we went down to Austin. Um got to Austin, everything was fun, hang out with the kids. We were down there to babysit the pig. But in the meantime Do we need to talk about the pig? Huh? Are we just gonna mull over the? No, no, no. We we just gonna mull over the pig. Clark, you about took my headset. Well, we'll talk about the pig too because he's an ornery. <gasps> Stop. Clark, he, he wants a, on the pod. He wants. He was an ornery little shit this weekend. He was. He's. He. Him and I. You went and hung out with a pig, and he's like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Oh, and I was gonna put it on Greg's podcast, and I forgot. So we'll have to make sure I get a picture to Greg so we can put it on this podcast. So we went down to babysit the pig while Tanner and Nicolette were on their on their cruise on their oh they were to a club uh, motorcycle club rally. Um, but in the meantime, Carrie, who sponsored, ran, um, single speed, uh, USA in Austin, texts me and says, Hey, do you want to go to Flagstaff for Scandinavian Jesus, Jesus, Pat, um, Merce, our buddy from Drunk Cyclist, they want to go there for his birthday. A bunch of guys were meeting there. Um, it was, it was some of the guys we did a podcast a while ago. Where it was Pat, Scott, um, there was some other guys dirty and some other guys on there, but they were going to go, we were going to drop them off at the Grand Canyon and they were going to ride back to Flagstaff. So she says, do you want to go to Flagstaff and hang out with me for a couple of days? Kids are gone. Sue can handle the pig, which that was kind of disgusting sounding, but Sue can handle the pig. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel like we need to talk about the pig. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the pig is, Willie's, Willie's something else. He's not a dog. Believe me. He's not a dog. Willie the pig. Willie the pig. He's. This is Tanner's uh, pig. Yeah, but I think, I think they got ah. a pig shortly after they moved to Texas. I don't think they've lived in three different places since they moved down there. Cause they've been down there five years now, and I think, uh, I think they get the pig immediately. So, like shortly after they moved down there, they get this pet pig. Do we have a weight for this pig? I think he's a hundred pounds now. That's it. Oh yeah, he's not big. I mean, is this he's, a rookie pig? Well, he's—I don't think he's a pot belly, so he stays a little, little. 
but he's not. So like, do they keep him on like a feed regimen so he doesn't get massive. He, it's not, well, yeah, that does have something to do with it, right? Right. But it, but also it's um, um, watching him. He's he's on pellets. They, they used to sure. buy, you know, they used to change his diet up. They do pellets for a bit, and then they would do green leafy greens. They're to be honest with you. To me, it seems like a pain in the ass because they can't have anything with sugar. They can't have this. They can't have that. So they're trying to keep Willie lean. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just I mean, you want to keep him lean because you ever seen his? If you seen his feet, they're like, they're like legs on a on a chair. They're so tiny little things. They're just weird. But anyway, he's he's a cool guy, and he 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 had put up with a a couple of uh um of Tanner's club mates. I don't know what the fuck you call them. I don't get into motorcycle clubs, so I don't understand. <laughs> um, but they they all were hanging out together, and they were um, they'd stop by there. So they'd had a week with those guys staying there, and then Sue and I showed up. And I think he's much more willing to tolerate Sue than he is me. Sure. So yeah, so they did that. I feel like fucking Caesar Milan. What do you want, dogs? You going in or out? No, they're not going. They're, not, they're just hanging out. Clark's being a no. Clark's being is, a dick. So now that I've retired, this is Clark's like. Home away from home. He sits out here with me all day. Well, good. Yeah, he, he likes like a it. shop dog. Yeah, he is. You got to stay down. He's very much a shop dog. Totally. Um, We're buds. But anyway, we, yeah, so so let's see. So you went to Flag. So, so we were going to Flag. <coughs> Carrie, and I, Carrie and I were going to go to Flag, and our flight got, we literally got on the plane um, like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and got out to the runway and turned around and came back. And for whatever reason, American Airlines doesn't have any other fucking planes anywhere around. We were delayed until three o'clock in the afternoon. So there's something wrong with the plane. Yeah, there was some. There was lights that came on the plane, and they check and, engine light. And they stopped, and the maintenance guys. I mean, all seriousness, the maintenance guys said, "We're not fixing it out here. You've got to bring the plane in so we can fix it." And they, sure. And they worked on that plane. And I'm assuming that was the plane we flew out on later in the day. Um, so it was, there was obviously something actually wrong with it. It wasn't like they're just sure. Like when they fly out of Rochester. So how long was this delay? eight hours oh fuck oh yeah it was horrible like we missed it like a half a day in flag because we were well we started out sitting in uh american airlines sky lounge um mm-hmm. and carrie's on carrie's on a sabbatical She's which not, isn't bad but if no, you're on a sabbatical it's she wasn't drinking and so i was drinking for the two of us at times um i grabbed something well you said you wanted to share this what do you want to do that now i don't want to wait I don't see any glasses anywhere. Oh, just okay. We'll wait. Okay, wait. Um, So she's. So you're at the Sky Lounge. So and you know there's free drinks and free food and stuff, but you know Carrie's not drinking, so she's like, and there's only so you ask Spinner. You can only drink so much, NA. Oh sure. I mean it just wears on you. And to find a good one is really tough. It's really hard to tough find a good one. So all they had was Heineken. Which, go ahead. That sounded wonderful. Um, so Heineken tastes like Heineken. Mm-hmm. With or with alcohol, it tastes like ass. Yeah, Heineken's right? garbage. Yeah. So not like what we have. So I you, wouldn't give Heineken N.A. or A to Clark. No. No. But now what you're drinking is, so we jump from shitty beer to good beer. This is going to be all over the place. This is the way the night's going to go. I can see that. After, well, we shouldn't have had 66 cent beers before. Possibly. <laughs> Although, although without sixty cents, sixty cents said beer is what else would we talk about? Right. Um, but we have one from there's, uh, and you didn't realize this. They're called um, Crank and Foamers. Uh, the the slogan is something along the line of when you just need a beer, 
but it's by Fair State Brewing up in Minneapolis, and it's really they their sours are fantastic. Their beers are all really they good. They do have a lot of good beers. No, so I've never had a bad beer from that place. They're but this is like a hot day or like a party beer yes. where you know you want to drink a bunch yep. of them. Yep. Although you pay for it like it's a microbrew. That's the it's only, expensive. That's the only thing that pisses me off because don't get me wrong, this is better than a high life or a PBR. Yeah, for sure. But it's still in that category. So what you pay for it, you know. But that that being said, it's still a fucking good beer. Yeah. So anyway, back to my story. Um so Carrie and I finally got on a plane. We showed up to to far uh to Flagstaff eventually. Um, the best part was is Flagstaff. First my time I've ever been in actually in town. We've rode um, up in the Aspens. We've done some mountain biking in that area, but I've never gone into town town. We've just like skirted it and went out biking instead. And uh, we're going to meet all these guys eventually. And, and our original plan was to haul them out and they were going to ride back. It was so stinking cold. I mean, it was down in the 20s already. Yeah, flag and, gets cold. Well, this is early for that though. And they were like, eh, maybe we're going to go take our stuff and go like, day camp and then and then ride around someplace and then just go back to everything being set up rather than trying to bike pack the whole way clark's being a dick no he's not he's just this is his, this is his thing no he, he he likes to sit on my lap but anyway we so we um we got to flag and it was uh uh north arizona northern arizona university's uh homecoming so it was cool. I mean, there's some kids walking around. We went to a couple bars, right into some friends. Everything was cool. It was really fun. Carrie and Pat were taking us to all the places when they were in college that they used to hang out. And sure. it was it was a lot of fun. And eventually we went to bed and Carrie got up the next morning and she's like, I'm going to go for a walk. Like at six o'clock, there was like noise and it woke us up. And she says, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm like, okay, I've got some hockey stuff to deal with. So go ahead and go and I'll talk to you after a bit. And all of a sudden you hear the, I don't even call it the disco music. The see if you can make this sound. The 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 beat going on is like down below us. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, there you go. And I'm like, what the hell? And there's kids screaming out, like kids screaming. I haven't seen you in forever. Shit going on outside the window. I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk downstairs, and the coffee shop, tiny little nice bar you sit like you see at an old hotel, was turned into a disco. Oh boy! And it was a zoo in there. At we don't call them discos anymore. What do you call them? Oh, it's a, 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 it's a club. It's a nightclub, yeah, or a club. <laughs> so they, they, so anyway, the best part was, you know, me being my age, I walked down the steps and I go in front of the lobby to the desk and there's a guy sitting there with two tubs of beer for sale. And he looks at me and goes, sorry, sir. <laughs> he just, he's like, he's like, he, I, wasn't, I wasn't really irritated, but I was kind of caught off guard because I didn't know this was going to happen. I don't, obviously he didn't know you. Oh no, 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 no. If he had just fed you a couple of beers, you'd have fit right in. But, so we, so we went walking around town and like every bar was like that at seven thirty. Well, sure. It's a college town well, and it's homecoming. It's homecoming, but, the, but they call it tequila sunrise. They open at six o'clock in the morning. Just, oh just for that day. So they're all blasted. Oh, by, by seven thirty, when I got up and started walking outside, cops were already peeled, were already like nailing people for intoxicated walking the streets. Of course, you know, so and great people watching. Oh, it was fantastic. You know, we went and put, we went and bought a couple of beers and sat in the street <laughs> with, with a couple about my age, and we sat there and watched kids for like stumble around for an hour. It was fucking hilarious. It oh, was yeah. kind of fun. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I I actually texted over and said. um, if you're not going to continue on with your hockey career, why you wouldn't go to this college 
Did you just get your degree in whatever? I don't understand because I I don't know anything about college. I never went. Sure. But at the same time, I've been around enough colleges. Right. You know, Arizona, Colorado. So I, I don't even know this place, but I feel like it's probably like ASU rejects. So like ASU you know, is known for the scenery and like the the party, you know, the Lake yeah. Havasu, blah, blah, oh, blah. Well, true, but I... So it, maybe flag is a little more of the... I didn't go on campus, but my impression was is that campus is as scenic as everything around it. Sure. It's, it's a it's beautiful pi- It's pines and, and it's mountains. Yeah, and, and I think my impression is campus is the same. And it's, it's a little think, more hipster, maybe some actual cyclists in the area oh there's a lot of cyclists I mean, sure. there's a bunch of roadies that come through the mountain biking up there is fantastic oh i bet um that's all i've ever done i'm not riding a road bike around there anywhere but you sure no you no. don't got a carbon road bike that you uh, pack uh, no no i don't have one hidden in anybody's backyard or anything i'm not doing i'm i i wore my uh there's a company that made a t-shirt that said don't be such a roadie Oh, nice. And I also had it cross out Rody and put in Drew. So a friend of ours in town here used to be such a dick about everything. Um, and, he, and he was a Rody. And we basically took his name out, took the Rody off there and put, don't be such a Drew on the shirt instead. <laughs> Just a grape smuggler. Oh, yeah. It's like I was going to print it up myself and I actually called them to ask for permission to use their design. And they go, really? We'll, we'll just make it for you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck Drew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was uh, it was hilarious and no flags beautiful. Like I, I've been there a couple times and it's like, dude, there's got to be great riding in that area. Clark, I'm sorry, you're too long. They look stupid, Clark. Eventually, we'll have cameras. I don't. I, I don't think we can avoid it anymore. Clark is probably one of the better looking corgis that I've ever seen, but he's uh, he's a needy fella. He he's likes, got, yeah, he's. He likes the love. He, uh, he, when I come in here and, and start just looking on the computer at shit in the morning, he sits down here and whines and I have to go sit where you're sitting and. So you can put him on your lap. Just, he's doing just what he was doing. Because now like, he's mad at me. I can't accomplish anything with him doing that. It he doesn't f- work. He fell off my lap and now it's my fault. Hey, I still have this. I'm going to send this to Greg when he posts this. I have my tab from, um, hy uh, four beers, 66 cents a beer. My total was two eighty five. Yeah, mine was like two dollars and fifteen cents. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I joined late to to the party. But if they ever do that again, like I might just take the day off of work and go down. But yeah, well, I it started at two. I guess I, I, I guess it sounded like at two o'clock you couldn't move in the place. No, it sounded like it was a uh, well, I mean, about four o'clock. Right, two yeah. o'clock they filled the bar, and then like by four o'clock it was like. And it standing room only. It, yeah, but it doesn't hold a ton of people. I suppose. I suppose like the one up on the north side, which is much bigger, was probably packed out under the out under the patio and stuff. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, they the did on, it too. Oh, the, I, we we thought it was just the south one, but uh, Becca found out that it was all of them. So there would have huh. been four high V's in Rochester. Yeah, four yeah, yeah. four high V's, and they were all doing 66, 66. You can't say that. No. Sober or drunk, you can't say. I wish we had the audio clip of the last call. The last call. When she called. Wait, wait. Um, There's uh, no way you're going to figure out how to put that on the podcast right now unless you dump it right into your mic. No, you have no clue what you're doing. Give me time. Give me time. (laughs) 
Yeah. Fire can up, can fire up time, YouTube uh, so you yeah. can find a tutorial. <laughs> no, no. I think it's as simple as... as like an aux cord. Uh, I think I just have to take... It. But it was great. We Keep had talking. to record... Uh, I didn't catch her name. We, <gasps> we, we never asked her name. We had to I record... She was a sweet yeah. lady, too. We was. Had, we had to record the, the barkeep... Um, because she made a, a a beautiful announcement, last call for sixty six cent tap beers, and she actually did a, she actually did a second take on it because she didn't like how she said it. The first well, it's time. hard to say. It is. It's horrible. I can't believe I just nailed it right there. I can hardly say my name. Uh, when you listen to this tomorrow, you're going to find out that you did not nail it. Well, I mean, um, I'm a few sixty six cent taps deep, so I'm not upset about it. I'm working on this. Um. Uh. Speaking of 66 cent beers, uh, so the best part of this, I don't know if it's a story or not, but I'm going to make it a story because we really don't have anything to talk about. Um, <laughs> this so, is just too many beers and turn the yeah. podcast on. Becca called and said that we we're going to go do this. And we were all, like I said yesterday, we thought it was kind of a joke because it's like, no, that's not really true. That can't be happening type of thing. And um, yes, it was. And so we um started dinking around with it she went there and said yeah it's open and then like i said mueller called me and said there was no hockey going on the stars aligned is what yeah happened. well yeah and then the fact that people that i don't know are sitting next to each other with a bar stool for me just to go sit on it's well, fantastic and then you and i talked earlier in the day yeah that we are gonna meet up right so so i mean it just it just worked out perfectly and it was i was like wait you said you wanted to meet up and then i was like you have hockey tonight See, and I forgot about that because I forgot what day it was. Because then I, I called you, and you're like, no, the compressors are down. But 66 cent, 66 cent tap beers. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked it up. So I'm like, I'm canceling other plans to get to this nanny that we got going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the best part was, so you have three hockey players and two, well, okay, so I, I, I was filling the gap. I had two hockey players on one side of me and two cyclists on the other side. I'm putting you in the hockey player mode right now sure and two cyclists on the other side of me and one of them is very nice lady but fantastic but um not used to well obviously not used to hanging around us no definitely not and the conversations um we that should like you were talking earlier that should have been the podcast well we interested we introduced her to noodling yes with catfish that was second to well it started out with gopher count oh so the gopher bounty. Yes. Which, is that like a Midwestern Minnesota thing? Is everybody going to follow that? Do we need I, to? I don't know. It's 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 definitely around. So it's Southeast Minnesota for sure. So that's a normal thing in my life. Well. Because I, I mean, I grew up. Yeah. Turning in gopher feet. Right, right. And, and it wasn't $4 a pair like it is today. No, God. I, when, the, when, when Mueller said it was 4 bucks a pair, I was thinking the most I ever remember being was. 50 cents a pair i remember it being less than a buck yeah but uh to kind of dumb it down so gophers are a problem um in agriculture or even anybody that lives in a on a rural property they'll destroy your yard or your fields or gardens um so certain townships offer a bounty for gophers and the way that they do it, they don't want you bringing the whole gopher in. They want you to cut its feet off. And it's the rear feet, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. But you cut the rear feet off and you bring them into your local township. And uh, Brian, the guy that we were at the bar with today, 
at the grocery store with today. He works for the township. So it's up to $4 a pair. So we had enlightened Becca on uh, <laughs> the gopher bounty, as she called and it. And she was concerned of what we did with the gophers after no, we cut their back feet off. And I just said, we issuing them crutches. What did she call it? The Gopher Assassin Society? <laughs> yeah. So, so now there'll be new stickers out there. You, If you see a sticker on a bicycle that says gas, that's we where it's from. It. Yeah. And we acronymed it. Yeah. So it was, and it was, and then it went from there. Poor Becca was not used to any of this stuff. I mean, she'd even brought up that where she was from in Ohio. Yeah. Like only militants were, were uh, camouflaged. So when she moved to Minnesota and she's lived up in Northern Minnesota and Winona and all around. And so when she moved here and she went to her first fleet farm, she understood that camouflage is not a bad thing necessarily. Camouflage is a fashion statement. Exactly. So so this just kind of all filled in with the rest of it. It's like, so now you know that we cut off gopher feet and and that um, that in, in some places they... Blaze orange is they, a great accessory they, color to camouflage. They shove their arms down into catfish's mouth well, to mean, catch them. You so know. I don't know how that got there because I mean we don't noodle in Minnesota. No, but I think I it was know. it was falling in line. Oh no, I remember how it got there. So then I brought up the story about when I was up in Brainerd. Uh, we talked about Asian golf carp. Course. Oh yeah, yeah. So we went from we went from fishing for gophers. Asian. Yep. To oh, that's what a, it was. Yeah, and then we went to Asian carp. Yep, and then the, from Asian carp we to went noodling. to to noodling. Yeah, that's right. And she, her mind was blown. Oh yeah, all all yeah. of these. She just it, the whole thing was just mind boggling to her, which is fantastic because the best thing you can do to Becca is get her in that state. Yeah, because she's just like oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, and she just freaks out. It doesn't freak out. She is so amazed that her well, she's interested. Oh yeah, it, it, it's so she becomes like Diane Sawyer. And yes. starts like the interview process. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, but uh, so it's I don't know. It's uh, it's fun to hang out with people like that. Yep. To and, introduce people, but but the best part was our bartender. And I don't know if it was because it was the end of night and it was a little bit quieter. She was just joining him, but she was fantastic. She, she was in. great. Yeah, she joined well, in. And I guess the good part about us talking that is it led us down the path of the uh they were gonna go ride in uh sparta on the trails oh yeah and they didn't know that the tunnels were closed right so it was kind of a good good deal that we kind of went down that path because i think it sounded like they were planning a ride well they were gonna go stay at a place in decora so the other cool thing is i want to bring this up quick before i forget about it because i didn't bring it up and people should know about this um kind of falling in line with that uh Two weekends ago, we had we had our Nike race here in Rochester. Oh yeah, might have been three weekends ago, and I yeah. wanted to bring it up a couple times, and I keep forgetting to. This is awesome to me, and this is. I wish this got more coverage. Um, I don't know right outside now. of the cycling world. Well, right, because right now, um, I, I think in the schools themselves it does. So anyway, a quick thing is is Nike is huge in Minnesota, and that's the that's the um, high school racing league um it's i think every iowa doesn't have it minnesota does wisconsin does you said it's nica yeah if i challenged you on that acronym would you be able to what it is yeah uh <laughs> no <laughs> i'm assuming it's an acronym yeah nor uh national intercollegiate cycling association for high school give it a shot i don't I, know i feel like you fucked that up I, no probably <laughs> uh, um 
but it's we had so in Minnesota it's so big now um, that we had fifteen hundred kids here racing. That's what I'm saying. It's that's incredible, and you know, and and that you, should have been like a newsworthy event. Oh, I think so too. And, and, and I know it got a little because bit of local these news. are high school kids, and they're not fucking around on TikTok and shit. Right? No, no, no. They're out riding their bikes, and they they have their practice uh, twice a week. I think, depending, yeah, depending on their race days. Um, our biggest problem right now is as coaches, um, you have to have six. You can't have any more than six riders per coach. Um, so Rochester had COVID turn- rules or what? No, just, just that's just, that's, that's just, a, that's one of the rules. And unfortunately the biggest problem is, is we don't have enough coaches. So we, uh, so um, this is part of our conversation from last night on our Tuesday night ride is that they had to turn kids away this year because they didn't oh, have enough coaches. No yeah. Which is really sad. So to it's me. a six to one ratio. Right. Yeah. And, and it, and it sounds like it's why that's just, that's just the rule. Yeah. And you know, I, I can't, speak to where they came from on that i think i think that's brutal well i don't i think you could i mean you and i coach 15 kids by ourselves but you're on a trail it's safety reasons it probably makes sense to me well i get it but like anytime you're turning a kid away well that's the problem yeah Yeah. especially nowadays like you know i guess coaching hockey you know you guys are blessed with a ton of kids this year but I guarantee you've coached in years where you didn't, you weren't blessed with a ton of kids. Right. And to hear that, you know, on, on the, on the girl side of hockey, not to flip from the cycling side, but like we had a a program go under and there's five kids in town that were hockey players that uh, they don't have an opportunity to play. And for me as a coach, it just, it grinds my gears because there's nothing that I want more than these these kids or anybody to have that opportunity to come out and play and whether it's cycling or hockey you know well, like, exactly we, why are we why are we taking these opportunities yeah. from these kids to come out and ride and do something physical healthy and you know not drugs or video games or blah blah, blah. that's like that's where i come from so i'm like if there's times to bend the rules, I mean, right. I agree. I, I don't to turn know. kids away is frustrating. It's what well, it is. I mean, the frustrating part of it is turning kids away. It's right. Um, Especially it's, in it's, cycling. One those, it's one of those things. It's a good thing. Cause that means you're doing well, but like, so Rochester, so then this last weekend, uh, and we're talking about this last night. That's why I, I want to make sure we brought it up today is that, um, so the Rochester kids didn't have a race to go to this weekend because you're, there's so many kids racing in Minnesota that they limit, how many races you can go to sure and how many how, we had 1500 that's the max you that's can have crazy. it crazy so um it's awesome that it's got there oh absolutely i but mean it's it, frustrating that kids miss out yeah it's a two-day event on a weekend it's it kicks ass i've, I've gone out and watched them a couple times mm-hmm. out, out in rochester here and and i think i caught one in um might have been might have been in wisconsin i saw another one that's fantastic um, it's like the great like like the coaches are on the course with the kids They're It's, it's awesome. Well, it's um, kind of crazy that like some of your mainstream sports are struggling to fill rosters at the high school level. Well, but, but it's refreshing to know that they're going to come out and ride bikes. I think team sports in general are hurting. Sure. And, and rather than kids playing, like you said, kids playing video games are not doing anything at all. They're doing individual sports. You know, sure. and, they're, and they're more comfortable with it, and that's fantastic. But um, well, and I think COVID probably helps with that too, right? Oh no, no, no! Because this this blew well, up I'm, like this. We suffered. 
cycling suffered as much as oh, sure. anybody else with COVID because it you went think from about, if you think about maybe some of the kids or people that might be you know intimidated by COVID in a team setting it's like do you really want to go sit in a locker room with a group of kids or would you rather go out and be on a bicycle in the great outdoors like what a I can't think of a better way to isolate well that's in true in my well, opinion I might be no, biased no no, no, no like no. hey yeah. Get on the bike, put the headphones on, and you don't wear headphones when you're riding bike. I ri- I wear headphones you're, everywhere. Yeah, I realize that because, and then we've heard you sing while you're riding, and it's fucking horrible. I mean, hey, so I can't hear myself. But, so, but by the way, you can't do that in racing. Well, I get it, but I'm just talking in general with whether it be you know. Some people use these activities as therapeutic reasons. Yes. Well, no, I understand that. And 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 COVID did create that thing because look at our trails in Decorah where, I mean, you can't hardly ride a bike out there at times during COVID mm-hmm. because there were so many people right. hiking. Awesome. Everybody's outside doing I, something. Fantastic. There was also record bike sales yeah. during COVID. Well. Because people were able to get out. I mean, it's kind of sad to say that that's how it went down, but I like some of the bike shop guys that I used to work with were – like they can't fix bikes fast enough. They can't order them fast enough. And you know, as a you know internal cyclist, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is this is amazing. It is because I think it's parasite. I think it. Well, I think it revives the sport. But yeah, well, I think BMXing has made a comeback. Um, and I don't think mountain biking this the, the Nike thing has made it that way. I think that's become a, an a, an animal into itself. Right. Oh, but going back to the story. Um, so the Rochester kids didn't race this weekend. Um, there's 80 kids on the Rochester teams. Wow. And, and at least 40 of them and their parents all went up to um, Kaina. And that's three public schools? Yep, yep. And, they, and, and uh, so at least 40 of them and their parents went, or at least one parent went up to um, Kayuna. So Kayuna got, Kayuna got like 80 people up there just to come up for a weekend of mountain biking. That's great. As a group. It's fantastic. You know, it's it's... It's what you've hoped the sport would ever be. Right. I, I actually like the sport that way better than the real racing side of sure. things where it's, yeah, it, the Olympic racing was much better than it has been because it's, it, even though it's a manufactured course, it was really fucking hard for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that end of it, but it's still, it's it's the grassroots stuff. It's getting people out riding their bikes and going mountain biking. Well, and that's, just, that's kind of the, you know, the getting off on my tangents, kind of the point that I was getting to is, you know, there was a gap there where a lot of young folks weren't, they weren't getting on their bikes, you know, and if they were getting on their bikes, it was to, you know, because somebody couldn't give them a ride. But I think it's pretty awesome that, you know, you've got high school kids that, you know, like in the hockey world, it's like we struggle to get them to, to show up to anything off ice, whether it's a workout, but like to hear that these younger kids are out, you know, getting on bikes and well, getting don't in these races. But like, now that it's a high school sport, they have the same um, uh, standards so they can letter because they do sure. letter from the sport. I mean, you still have Absolutely. to go to all, you have to go to all the practices. Yep. You have to attend X number of races. Doesn't matter how you finished. Mm-hmm. Which I, which I'm glad that isn't involved in, but it does, but it does come to you lettering, you know, and the practice yep. part of it, getting out and riding with your teammates, two times a week, three times a week, sure. whatever it is, is is a big part of your lettering, and I think that's fantastic. I do too. I know I know there's some parents that don't like it mm-hmm. because they're, well, and that's 
That's the helicopter parents. No, no. It's the, in your standards and my standards, it's the elite hockey player parents. Oh, sure. It's exactly yep. the same thing. You're not 100%. good enough for me. I'm not going to go right with you. How about exactly. you fuck off and die, right? right? I don't like that attitude because nobody gets better if they don't go ride with the better people. Sure. So if you're too good to ride with the rest of your teammates, I just, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't bring this up, but he's never going to listen to my podcast anyway, so <laughs> screw him. And the kids are back. Yep, Clark's back. Yep. Hey, buddy. Um, yeah, so I really want to bring that up, and I'm really pissed well, off that I wouldn't bring it up last time because because I, yeah, it's I'm so amazing. Yeah, I'm mention it. I, it's so amazing. It just, it's... Um, I was taken back when you when you shot that number to me, 1,500 kids. And I don't know how many they turn away. That's that's the number of kids that were allowed to go to this particular race. I, sure. It, you know, I don't even know how many there are in the state. I don't... That's pretty crazy. It is. I, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's it's um, it's helped. Like Game Haven has turned into a better place to ride. Yep. Every place that runs a race has, has has improved their courses. Just not necessarily. Not, they're not making money out these kids to improve their improve their courses. They're making money. They're improving their courses because they want those kids to have that opportunity. Yeah, they're putting the money yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and, for and sure. It, and that's so fantastic. And it's and then that makes it better for the local cyclists that want to take advantage of those areas to ride. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, our trail systems have improved greatly. I can't. Well, okay. Then we also have slave labor. We can get those kids out there and help build the trails because <laughs> you should. You well, sure. I think that'd be a great I, volunteer program. Well, it is, and I think I think as a rider, you should go work on trails because, um, you you learn to look at trails in a uh, in a different manner. You look at them as Yes, you're looking at a line to ride, but you're also looking at that line as, when you look at it, it's like, ooh, that's not a good line. That's not a good spot to ride because it was built improperly or it's washed out or whatever. You understand that now since you've been working on trails. Well, and then you also learn that, like, you put the work in that you also learn to take care of them. You know, because I think that's a big part of it, too. There's a lot of people that utilize these places and don't, you know, they don't like, Hey, this is a little washed out or this is, you know, like maybe go like you rode on it and, uh, you know, you found an area that might be kind of fucky, you know, if you're, right. if you're a true cyclist, you might go in and kind of like, do, you know, do your due diligence and kind of clean it up a little bit because you appreciate that you have that opportunity. Right. And I, and I think, I think a big part of that is, um, you, the appreciation part of it is you you built the trail you're going to ride the trail um, absolutely you if there was a time and I don't think it's as bad anymore there's still some people that seem to think the same way but um, used to bitch about oh the trails are closed what do you mean the trails are closed it'll it'll be fine we can go ride we can go ride anyway well once you work on those trails for a while and you put them in places and you put the 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 sweat equity sweat equity into yeah, it right you you got you, some blood yeah and some sweat and some tears when, when somebody it. tells you the trail is closed because we got we got we don't want to work on that again Absolutely. you kind of get it so i think yep. it's i think it's a great i think it's fantastic actually. no that's a great idea and not that i'm necessarily a fan of that way of thinking but it well it makes it and, helps and well in certain places it make total sense i yep. mean well i remember playing baseball being younger and we were the kids dragging the the drag around to kind of smooth out the infield because you had to play on it. And if it took a nasty hop into your into your face, 
That was your fault, right? Yep, you, right. you you knew how to you know how to yeah. Yep. And and this is basically the same thing. And I really like it. I um it's it's been a joy to watch it grow. <laughs> um all right. I'm not sure what else you need to babble about. We've got we want yeah, we, we, we always get we actually did way better than I thought we were going to be. Yeah, we could have gone a lot longer. This could this could still really when I listen to it tomorrow, this still could be a really shitty podcast. Well, but I um, think most of them are. But true, we just um, get on here and bullshit. I so much wanted. It was like the last time we did one. I had to tell a story. All I want to talk about was sixty six cent beers tonight. That was it. Oh, it was worth it. Oh, totally, totally yeah. worth it. All right, we're gonna go back to mellow music. We're out of here. Um, oh, we will be doing. Everybody now has their clunkers. Greg's got his, all, all his buddies got his, you've got yours, I've got mine, Spinner, Captain. Um, clunker cast. Well, right, we're, the clunker cast is coming, now our biggest problem is getting everybody. That's going to be a oddly, treat. Oddly, I wouldn't have thought October to be a busy part for everybody, but it is. So yeah. we'll get it one of these days, we'll get it worked out there and we'll make it work. So thanks for coming by again, man. Yep, absolutely. We'll uh, talk again. See ya. <laughs>